0: Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by Discover. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash, so you know already there's cash inside before even opening it. But in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match, and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match, only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com match. Discover something brighter. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid B.J. Armstrong. And on some of these days that we record B.J., I get fired up because you're fired up. And this is one of those days. For some reason, you're wearing a Knicks polo. I don't know why, but you're fired up. You said you got takes to throw today. Uh, You watched a little bit of games last night. So did I. So we're going to touch around the NBA. Uh, But how are you feeling? Why are you so fired up today? It's February.
1: I don't know. It's just manufactured. It's like... Yes, I'm manufacturing my hype, you know. Uh, I hey, like it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I'm creating my world. I want good energy, so I'm just bringing the energy. Now, hey, hey. Now I'm gonna ask you the question: Who you with? Hey, hey, hey you with the energy, or you want to go on the other side? So I'm, I'm just bringing good energy today. So uh, that's good. Let's get after it. What you got for me today? I got, a, I got a
0: lot. I got a lot in the basketball world, BJ. I like good frequencies. That's what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, speaking of good frequencies, i am got to talk about a good nickname and a good connection in the NBA. I know I talk about them at the start of every show, but the nickname that is going around the NBA, ravaging the NBA, BJ, the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball, and Miles Bridges, AKA Airbnb. What are your thoughts, BJ? What are your thoughts on the nickname Airbnb? We're throwing lobs to each other. We got LaMelo Ball. They lost last night to the Sixers. No, we watched that game. But do you like the nickname? <laughs> Airbnb.
1: Have you ever gotten an Airbnb, BJ? You know, the last show, we were talking about something outside the lines. <laughs> No, the first time Tay, I was this kind. This is inside. No, Tay, I was this kind. In, no, say, I, was kind. I, I I went there because you know you went there. I was like, okay,
0: you know. No, 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 no. This is inside the lines. These are these are alley oops between Lamelo Ball and Miles Bridges, aka Airbnb.
1: It used to be you would get a nickname because of something that was done, right? You know what I mean? Like
0: they are because of the lobs. It's like
1: Lob City. Again, you used to get a nickname because you've done something. I'm going to stay in between the lines here. The Boston Strangler. He did. That's doing something. That's a name, and we all know it. That Mm. because he performed (laughs) under duress in a hostile environment. We love Andrew Tony on this program. You guys called it Lob City. (laughs) You guys. You guys called it Lob City. I was. I was waiting. For something to happen, so that I could jump on the bus, because I didn't know where that bus was going.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when you do something, then you can you you can get a nickname. Mm. But you got to do something first.
0: All right. All right. I you, like that. You got it. Like eight uh, seed, eight seed currently in the East right now, the Charlotte Hornets. So they're, they're, they're climbing up there. They're getting there. I want to talk about the, the team that you have on your shirt, because I think they're the most fascinating team uh, in the NBA. Let's go to New York. Let's go to Madison square garden. One of the staples in all of basketball. And obviously the Knicks fans are very excited Bj, They have some, some promise. They have a Julius Randall, all-star, you know, borderline conversation that's going on uh, in the zeitgeist in the New York media circles. Um, what are your thoughts on the Knicks? Because they, they've done this whole rebrand. Um, I think they brought in some good pieces. I thought the Dennis Smith Jr. news that he was going to play in the G League bubble was actually uh, really good news. That, that, was, that was good to my heart to hear that. Um, I think that Emmanuel Quickly has been a great little piece. I think Obi Toppin uh, is as good as advertised. Uh, but what are your thoughts, BJ? What are you seeing in New York?
1: Well, my, my my good friend Midas gave me a hard time when I came up with my, my New York shirt. And when I go to these places Yeah. When I go to these places, I always like to pick up something. You know, like... Oh, when yeah. I played, I, I could like never wear other people's stuff. You know, it'd look kind of weird, right? If you play for one team and you're wearing the other team stuff, they'd be like, what's going on with that? So, it's kind of like, just for today. You've seen me wear Charlotte stuff. You've seen me wear... I love it. ...Chicago stuff. You've seen me wear... The, you know, but today... This is my midlife. I'm going through my midlife crisis. You know, today I'm wearing my <laughs> nice Knicks polo. Why? I, Cause I wanted to, because <laughs> I wanted to, this is the other reason like,
0: yeah. for, for the people that are listening and not watching right now, BJ, it is a very strong shot for basketball. It is a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Lakers Jersey. It is a Will Chamberlain, Philadelphia Warriors Jersey. And it is BJ sitting in a New York Knicks polo. And, uh, it is like, a,
1: it is the triangle of basketball right there. It's, uh, it feels right, strong, yeah. and I and I got my little I got my little baby Yoda thing. I should bring that in, and like <laughs> I, I I okay anything that makes the force me feel is strong good. today. Yeah, the good I got I got I got my guy Bill Russell right. He's right down the hall there. I mean like, that's true. Just I, I, it's good vibes. It's all about the vibes it's, today. It's all, it's all I, about. It. Uh,
0: you mentioned Bill Russell. We should mention he is in the news today. Uh, he is getting his COVID nineteen vaccine, and he had a funny line, uh, BJ, that I thought you would like. He said, "It's the one shot that he won't block." so uh i, I thought that, that that goes to show you Bill russell
1: still has it, still got has it. A, he, he has got a great sense of humor you know that that cackle you know um it's whenever i hear him or whenever we're in the same room you can just always hear his <laughs> that cackle you know that that laugh so uh you know he's a he's a treasure he's he's the one guy that you know i could just listen to his stories all day and uh and that's that's great that he is getting his vaccine and um that's awesome just can't wait to everyone myself included yeah. get in line to, yeah. to get in uh, to get the vaccine so that's fabulous
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of the vaccine, speaking of COVID times, we're going to talk about the All-Star Game. That's also in the news. Last night, like I said, you and I, we were bouncing around the NBA. Uh, The Kings finished last. Uh, They come back against the Celtics. But the real story, uh, which was off the court, was about the All-Star Game. That's what the people at ESPN. And, uh, you know, you asked me this. You're like, what are the headlines today? I'm like, everyone's talking about the All-Star Game. Should we or should we not play the All-Star Game? I first wanted to mention that last year, you, myself, Midas, we were at the All Star Game in Chicago. Uh, we were talking about the Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, nineteen eighty eight showdown in Chicago at the dunk contest. Uh, you know, we were interviewing the likes of Ralph Sampson, Ninth Wonder. You know, and, and roaming around the city of Chicago It was a great time. Uh, but this year, um, it's obviously different. There's not going to be an event around the All Star Game. Uh, what 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 is going on with that that you know of? And uh, did you see this De'Aaron Fox thing? And if not, I'll let Midas play the clip, or I'll just explain it. What he said, it was pretty. Yeah,
1: funny. let me let me see the clip so I can uh let, let me see the clip. See what's going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So De'Aaron Fox, this is after the win, twenty six points. My boy Harrison Barnes had twenty four points. Rookie of the year, not you know candidate. Tyrese Halliburton had twenty one points. Kings had a nice comeback, ten and eleven on the season, trying to get back to five hundred. Uh, but De'Aaron Fox was not asked about any of that BJ, because that's the world we live in. We want to talk about things off the court. And, uh, he was asked about the all-star game. I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, I think it's stupid. Um, you know, if we have to wear masks and do all this, uh, for a regular game, then what's the point of bringing the all-star game back? But obviously, um, you know, money makes the world go round. So it is what it is, but, um, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. If I'm voted, so be it. If I'm not, I don't, I, would you play in it? You know, you get fined if you if you if you uh, I, I mean, if you
2: if you're, if you're supposed
0: to be way. in it and you're not and you're not hurt and you decide not to play. That's that's a that's a hefty fine. So hell yeah, I would play in it. <laughs> I hope right. I am fine for saying that
1: shit. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, let me say this. I really appreciate the honesty and the sincerity of the answer. Mm -hmm. I really respect the honesty. The truth of it is, is that this is a business and the business has to be addressed. What's the business? They got to figure out how to play a game. They got partners, people they work with. And when I say they, the NBA, the league, the players, the union, they have a business that they have to address. Now, the entertainment of this equation is also, they're competing against other entertainment industries, right? Hollywood, you could go watch a movie. You could go watch, you know, NCAA, whatever, basketball, whatever else is going on, baseball, football. So, it's very competitive out here. So insane, all of that, the NBA has to find a way to keep itself relevant because yeah, you could easily be out of sight, out of mind. He makes a great point. I don't think anyone can argue that point. Why are we playing? I think we all know why we're playing. I think hmm. we all know why we're playing. Mm-hmm. it's kind of one of, it's it is as he said it is what it is and you have a choice you could also choose not to play as we as we saw with the bubble
0: you know guys decided not to. you play. can Adrian also Bradley. choose not yep. to
1: play yeah so you know, this is this is the new normal and don't think because they said you know i say this were quotes <laughs> but they said you have to play they. okay mm-hmm. you you got a choice here you could choose not to play Yeah, I mean, I think, if anything,
0: it endeared himself, uh, I think, to the fans and to the general public. Because, you know, I I think, if anything, we have all learned that, you know, people were smarter than you think. And uh, obviously, the players are aware enough to understand the situation. And, uh, you know, being straightforward and just being like, it is what it is. And here's what I think. And here's my honest take on it. That's good. I think that's good for basketball relations and the relations with with the fan and the
1: player. From one perspective, I can look at this selfishly and say, okay, do I really want to put myself at risk? I think everyone answer unnecessarily would be no. I think that's just an, a normal response. Do you want to put yourself in mm-hmm. risk? No. But again, if you're seeing the bigger picture, right? People yep. are having jobs, right? These arenas got to stay open. People got to clean the arenas. People got to open the arenas security, all of the things, a lot of positive things are happening because of this too, right? You just get outside of yourself and say, there are a lot of people that are maintaining their life as it was before this COVID that are maintaining their life, doing what they got to do so they can do what they have to do and when you get outside of yourself i can respect that i can res- i can respect that because there are a lot of jobs whether it's television the people on the ground the people that are driving these you know the bus drivers that are driving these the, everyone is trying to just figure out how to stay afloat until it res- hopefully things resume back to some form of what we call normal so mm. When I look at it in a bigger picture, because again, I want to be productive, but more importantly, I want to play my part in this equation. But if I just look at it from my little set of eyes, I'll be like, well, if I, if I could stay at home and not do anything, but still figure out how to make a living. Okay. that, Okay. That's, but that's not, you know, what is that doing for the bigger? For the larger to the whole, to the group. So, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of positives that come from this opportunity to play. To do a lot of positive things. And more importantly, to continue to, you know, keep the train moving. Yep. So, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. But I get it. And I understand where he's coming from. But I also understand, you know, I'm, I'm part of a community. And I got to do my part too. So...
0: Yep. I just hope he doesn't get fined. I think I think, in the words of Marshawn Lynch, let's just hope he does not get fined. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. The 55th big game is this weekend. 55 football games. A game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. To finish off the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is giving all players a no brainer of an offer to celebrate football's finale. DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. I think that's going to happen. That's right. All it takes is for one touchdown to be scored Sunday night, and boom, your money is doubled. Sounds like a no brainer. As if this game wasn't enough reason to party, with double the cash you'll be celebrating till next season, DraftKings has paid over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. That's promo code TATE to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night's season finale. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash prediction dash challenge dash DFS for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. in Colorado call 1-800-522-4700 back to pushing through uh BJ I want to ask you about a guy who has been lighting it up on the court Uh, we're going to get to the actual basketball he had his biggest moment with the Raptors and probably you know basically the biggest moment in Raptors history from a scoring standpoint historically Fred Van Vliet FVV number 23 uh he puts up 54 points And uh, Mm. it is an electric effort. He is an undrafted free agent out of Wichita State. And uh, he Mm. makes history uh, in Tampa Bay slash Toronto. Did you watch this game? And what did you think about this performance from Fev?
1: I need to go back and watch that game. Because I I love. I I
0: watched the last. Who did they play again? Who did they play? He already had
1: like 42 points. And uh, it was the magic. I'm trying to watch the game now through a different lens. Yep. That's a lot of points. Fifty-four <laughs> points is a is a lot of points. I don't care who you are. Fifty points, you know, you're like, wow, like, you know. And there's, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just go back a little bit. I used to watch the game, and if you saw someone score fifty points, you would see them scored in a plethora of ways, right? Inside, mm-hmm. outside, off the dribble, curls, fades, here. It's really hard for a point guard to score fifty points because, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think of Fred Van Fleet as this like amazing isolation player. I don't see him finishing over the top at the basket. <laughs> so I, 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 I have a hard time believing that an adjustment couldn't have been made <laughs> to counter Fred Van Fleet. like. <laughs> I I I have a hard time. He, he did he did have a rookie
0: on him, Cole Anthony. Uh, you know, yeah, right, right. A bit I, I get it, him, I get so. it. You got a rookie, on,
1: but I I again, I you know, I I mean, I don't see him with a great elevation. You know, I like Freeman Fleet because you know he's he's crafty, he's clever. You know, he's you know he's he's a he's a really good player. But now I'm seeing you know guys score, and I'm going how like. Like, like I can understand if, you know, Kevin Durant scored 50 points. I could even understand how Bradley Beal would score 50 points or James Harden or... Mm-hmm.
0: Kyrie. Or I could see or,
1: Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie can finish as well mm-hmm. as anybody at the paint. He can get hot, split the double team. He gets by you. Like, I have a hard time... Ble- okay, so, like, no adjustments were made? Like, okay, so Vujicic... Let's just say Vujicic. I didn't watch the game, so let's say they were going one five screen roll. Like I can't make a okay Vujicic. We're gonna double the guy. Guys made four threes in a row. Let's double the guy. Get it out of his hands. Like I don't not, see. Not I can't nice. imagine that Fred Van Fleet was finishing over the top at the basket that game. Like or they just went ISO. Like I I, and I haven't even watched the game. So I so I I begin to question like how am I supposed to watch today's game? Like, okay, like, there's a, like, I was watching the game the other night. It was a two-on-one fast break, and the guy just shoots a three. And no one (laughs) said a word. Now, if you're telling me that's how he scored 50 points, all right. That's how you score 50 points in today's NBA, for sure. Like, the guy's made six threes. Let's say he's making six. Why am I rotating off Fred Van Fleet right now? Like... (laughs) Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't even understand, like, today's game. like It's like
0: going through the motions. It's not like making adjustments. Yeah, like, I
1: can get, like, Steph Curry. Okay, I can get that. I can get, okay, I can get into that. I could say, okay, I could see him having a night where he's just, everything was going. Dame. Dame. I can see that. You know, I can see Jamal Murray. I can see Jokic. There are some players you can say. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan. I can see that. But. You used to have to be able to score in a variety of ways, like, <laughs> like, like, I remember watching the game when Kobe scored eighty-one. I was like, okay, you know, a little post game, you know, mid-post, yeah, mid-range, mid-range fadeaway, three, hit a couple threes, hit a couple threes got, we got, got to the free throw line. You know, you was like, yep. okay, you know, it, it all came together in one night, and that's what it looked like. But I'm still trying to figure out. At least the Freya Van Fleet that I watched, like, like, what is going on here? Mm. Like, how how did this happen? Like, okay. What did he do? I think...
0: I think with the growth of the game, it's going to be that seventy points is the new fifty points. Like when Devin Booker put up seventy points, you know that that was the uh, the rarefied. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that that was. But like like you said, I mean, if you can get, I feel like there's been so many fifty point games just from the bubble. Um, that kind of got us. I mean, one game we had Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell both have fifty
1: points, you know, in the bubble. So it's uh, as I said before, I I re- I'm a fan of Fred. Like bravo like i when i saw that i thought it was a misprint like wow like there were don't we all know that everyone shoots threes now like there was no (laughs) like like there's no like identification the guy tate has it going to guy tonight guys let's stay at home with him this guy has hit eight threes yeah let's let's, like
0: (laughs) but sometimes you can't i guess he's too hot vj but I guess in, it was a different time, you know. It was like I'm not going to let I, this guy I, hit 11
1: three. I, I guess I, I again I, I <laughs> I'm watching the game from your list now. I watch it and I and I go, okay, Reggie Miller, okay, I can get that. Ray Allen, I get that, right? You know, I I get that. Like you know, like <laughs> Tracy McGrady, you get that. I, I get that. I just think 11
0: threes, you know, it's just like at some point you would think somebody would get in this grill. But at the same time, I've seen so much zone this season in the NBA. Have you been witnessing this? So many teams running well, zone. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, I look, I, I have the utmost <laughs> respect for Coach Clifford. I mean, I'm, not, I'm like, I know Coach is like, okay, this guy's hot, guys. Maybe we might want to identify him. Yeah. Or, or are they saying we'll live with that? I mean, I guess now I got to watch the game now just so I can know that were yeah, they daring the him game. to shoot? Because that's what—that's the only way I can figure out. <laughs> <laughs> like, were they daring him they to shoot? They are playing the or? percentages, and the percentages
0: were wrong because he is a great three-point shooter. So, uh, yeah, that did not seem to be the case. I mean, the cool part was after the game, uh, you know, Kyle Lowry, who is, you know, basically his big brother on the team. This he also had a triple-double right? in the game. Yeah, yeah, right. Toronto. You know, he goes to Van Vliet after the game and uh, gives him the game ball. and. You know, Fev is you know crying because of the, the moment. You know, it was a it was a real cool moment, and they've had a tough season, obviously I, I, being outside of Toronto. So it was good right. cool for that reason.
1: Yeah, you, you know what? Again, you know, shout out to Fred. The Not the Rangers. first
0: Fred to have fifty points in an NBA game. Downtown Freddie Brown was the oh, first man, one. You know, so Freddie for you all know, the people out there.
1: And don't forget, don't forget about Fred Hoiberg. There's a lot of Freds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: i i i would i don't know if this is true i haven't fact checked it but i don't think fred hoiberg had a 50 point game i uh i, I will go ahead and say that fred could shoot though he probably yeah, in today's
1: shoot. game could have a 50 point game i mean there you
0: go that's probably a good comparison fred
1: but you know fred van back to fred van fleet i mean no he goes <laughs> undrafted right is he he was undrafted is that correct yep undrafted undrafted yep for him to be able to have this type of productivity as a player in the nba i mean speaks volumes about him and his belief in himself first of all and mm-hmm. the raptors and Masai and the staff up there identifying a player like that i i, I gotta give him credit i mean watching him play You got to give them credit, give them credit where credit is due, you know? And, uh, that's a, that's an amazing accomplishment. Like Mm. that's an amazing Mm. accomplishment, but you're probably right in today's game, the way the game is played, you know, 70 is probably the new 50, you know, the 50 now is really probably a 30 point game in today's, (laughs) in today's because of the possessions and the way you play. I mean, God, if someone – I can't yeah, imagine 30s the new 20. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine having a game or playing in a game where someone makes 11 threes. I mean, if someone shot 11 threes, you're like, man, that guy's gunning. You know, that guy's a – he's a gunner. You know what I mean? This guy made 11 threes, you know? It's just – but you're you're probably right. So, you know, now that I think about it, and I had a little chance to, you know, get that off my chest a little bit. It's probably you're, – you're probably right. That's probably the new – That's probably the 50 is probably the new 30.
0: Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, Malik Monk came off the bench the other night against the Miami Heat and hit nine threes. So, I mean, you have a guy that came off the bench and made nine threes, not just took nine threes, made nine threes. So, uh, you know, that's the
1: new NBA. That's the world we're in. You know, this guy, Malik Monk, he must be a fun guy to coach. (laughs) 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 You know, I I had a veteran tell me one time. I remember one time, I remember, this is is one of my favorite, yeah, this is one of my favorite stories ever in my career. I remember I I, I, I go in the game, I I check into the game and I go in and, you know, you you get your normal seven, eight minute run. If things go well, their seven minutes goes to nine minutes. If it Mm. doesn't go well, maybe your seven minutes gets cut to five minutes. Okay. So you give or take, you know? I go in the game. I play like seven, eight minutes. I don't get up a shot. I don't get up a shot. I come out of the game and I'm a little upset. Like, God, like, man, why did coach take me out? <laughs> so I'm pouting a little bit on the bench, man, that's, that's, man, why did he bring me out, man? I ain't do nothing <laughs> wrong. You know, hey, take, you know, I like, I ain't even get <laughs> up a shot. I'm playing unselfish, you know. Hey, hey, Tate, you know, I'm making the extra pass. You know, defense comes to me. I, you know, I'm doing all right. Why do you take me out, Tate? You know, it wasn't like the other team was coming back. Yeah. So I'm pouting. I'm, I'm pouting, though. I'm like, I'm <laughs> mad. I'm mad, Tate. I, I got, I got. You know, I'm over there pouting. So at halftime, this vet comes up to me. He was like, young fella. He said, whenever you play the game in the NBA, you make sure you get a coach a reason to either keep you in the game or take you out. But you always gotta answer this one question, were you hot? So I didn't say anything. Now he said, now I'm gonna ask you the one question that every player in the NBA gotta answer. Were you hot? I said, I didn't take a shot. He said, that's why he took you out. <laughs> you so, gotta go. You gotta go. So say, so I thought about it. I was like, yeah, did take a shot. <laughs> he said, now you ain't got nothing. He said, you didn't give him a reason to keep you in the game because mm. he is trying to find somebody who's hot, and you were not hot. You didn't answer the question, <laughs> so he said, from here on, for the rest of the year, I'm gonna ask you, were you hot? Because if he brings you out and he, if you're not hot, you know why he brought you out. And if you are hot, you know why he kept you in the game. But Mm -hmm. don't let the answer or don't let the question go unanswered. (laughs) Tate, I've never been mad at a coach again, because I've always answered that question every single Mm -hmm. time I'm on the floor. Oh, I didn't have it tonight, coach. And the reason that comes up is because Malik Monk, I've never seen Malik Monk not go out there and answer that question. Maybe he had a veteran that gave him the same piece of advice because he always gets up his shots. For him, Mm. it's not about FGMs. It's all about FGAs. (laughs) He gets up his shots. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) It's the FGA's first podcast. That's
1: why I say he would be a fun player to coach because every night, him and I have an understanding. When I sub him out, he know exactly why. He didn't have it tonight. But don't be that guy. But don't you don't want to be that guy like me who was mad, played seven eight minutes, got up no shots zero for zero, and then I was wondering why I came out of the game. Malik Monk, well he he got nine threes going. We got we got to ride him tonight. We got we got to let him go. Yep, yep. So there you have it. I would love to. I would love to coach Malik Monk because you know (laughs) those type of players, you know where they stand. John Starks. Yep. So that shooters shoot, shooters shoot, shoot. Shooters shoot. I don't know if they make them, but they shoot it.
0: Mm-hmm. Always. Let always. me ask you a well, question. There you have it. Let yeah,
1: me ask you a question up? before we go. If you could coach any player in the NBA, who would you coach? Mm. Mm. Right now, currently? Cur- no, I don't care. In the in the history of the game.
0: Oh, in the history of the game. I mean, well, I guess it's different. Is like, who do I want to? Probably Tim Duncan uh or stephen curry I wouldn't want to coach Michael. I feel like he would argue with me too much. I feel like we. I, I wouldn't enjoy that. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want
1: to. I wouldn't oh, want your ego is threatened by someone who would no. ask you questions. <laughs> Not oh, even my I'm ego. Learning I'm learning just, about this. Just, just like I don't want to get hurt. Do as I. Don't wanna, I, I hey, hey, don't do as I do. <laughs> just do what I say. That's what Tate wants. No, oh, no, no,
0: no, oh no. I got it here. No. Oh,
1: no. I don't want someone telling I'm, me what I'm to do. I'm learning a little something like, about I'm you, Tate. Oh, you little dictator over here! How dare you question me? <laughs>
0: I'm the coach <codes. laughs> no I uh, I just feel like I would like someone that's like more of a you know just steady hand steady guiding force you know like a Tim Duncan Stephen Curry or like Steve Franchise or, you know someone like that that I just like have just a, a, just I, you, a bundle you who, of who you you give me one guy give me one guy you would man mm. final answer I'm gonna go Stevie Franchise
1: you would want to coach Steve Francis yeah interesting pick
0: it's interesting rookie year give me steve francis right when he gets in the league interesting
1: okay i'll 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 go with that i'll go with that who's your pick besides malik monk who would i who would i all time all time who would i enjoy coaching hmm I've never really thought about it. I never really thought about it either. All right. I—I I, say the personality I would want to coach the most, okay, is a big. Mm. And that big would probably be Will Chamberlain. Yeah. That'd be nice. Because, I feel like
0: I feel like if Will had you at his coach, as his coach, too, he would be, you know. Because I, there, there's be, some he'd be like, bought some in.
1: of his quotes, some of his quotes – they, they, I, they they're they're the most hilarious quotes to me like I get it like you know how you get somebody mm-hmm. people don't know this you know there's a thing now in the NBA called shoot around right mm-hmm. and every and no, and no one questions why we have shoot around like but why do you have shoot around all right you just practice yesterday and then you're gonna have shoot around today before the game for what like and so i had a coach tell me like the history of shoot around and i i didn't know this but shoot around started because guys who were married kind of wanted so let me go back guys who were married the coach noticed that when they were at home they like had no legs and it was because they had a honey do list. Like, honey, could you go to the store? Understandable. Honey, you're you're on the road, but when you are here, could you help out around the house and do the things? So, in order to get his players the rest, he created a shoot around around ten or eleven, knowing that it's kind of it messes up the day. That's the the history of shooting. Genius. <laughs> It's a way to get out of the house. Well, he just wanted his players <laughs> to win the game. You know, so, you know, you got to go to practice. So you got to, if let's say shoot arounds at yeah. 11. You got to go to practice. So you got to leave around 9, 30, 10, right? Mm-hmm. Get to shoot around, shoot around for an hour. You get home at one. You got to get a little nap before the game. It's better than going to the grocery store, having to cut the grass, clean up, vacuum, mm-hmm. take the kids to school. I'm not saying those things aren't important. I'm just saying this is a kind of a little known thing in the NBA. Now, I love it. But the funniest thing to me was Wilt Chamberlain's response to shoot around. He said, Coach, I'm only going to give it to you one time. You can get it in shoot around or you can get it in the game. Your choice. <laughs> Wilt Tabler yeah. never did shoot arouse.
0: Yeah, Yeah, well, he didn't have a honey-do list either. Well, I hey, guess he hey, did, but oh, it, was, it was a oh, different oh. list. Wilt
1: had a honey-do list. <laughs> <laughs> he was a different kind of list. Hey, <laughs> Wilt had a honey-do list. <laughs> hey, 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 Wilt had a honey-do list. But Wilt's reply to the shooter round was: I'm only going to give it to you one time. <laughs> <laughs> you choose you want it in the game or you want it in shoot around Wilt would be my guy Wilt would be the guy that i would want to coach <laughs> Wilt would be the guy that there's an understanding like i'm never taking you out of the game there's mm. no load management and that's that that's my type of personality mm. Mm. just real straightforward get right to it how many times do you hear this? You hear coaches, oh, we had a great day of practice. I don't know why we didn't play well today in the game. Well, that was practice. Who cares? <laughs> like, oh, man, we really had a great day of practice. Oh, man, we really got after it. You know, it's like asking guys in the summertime, hey, how was your workout? Oh, man. It was unbelievable today. I was I was unbelievable. <laughs> like, like I, I'm still waiting on the guy to tell me he had a bad workout. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like 15 years as an agent I I, I I i you know i don't think the players know it but i'm going to reveal it here i always ask the guys when they go work out hey man, how was your workout man it was unbelievable today man and then if he's be, with his trainer be, his trainer's be always going to say man he, he was like 85 for 90 for from three today <laughs> <laughs> i mean no one ever tells me hey man, i just had an awful day <laughs> like tell you, like every day and i laughed at myself <laughs> internally it's an internal i like I'm just waiting on the first guy to have a bad workout because,
2: Hmm.
1: you know, during the regular season, there's going to be a few bad games in there. You got to have a bad workout, right? I mean, Tate, like, but he, but he he made 85 for 90. Oh, Tate, how's this happening? Tate, they get Tate. Oh man, how was the workout? Man, I was unbelievable. Man, 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 we got it in today. Oh really? What what happened? Oh man, I was. (laughs) Hey man, he was really shooting it well today. Man, he was unbelievable. Okay, I'm waiting on. The first guy to tell me I, I wasn't that good today in the workout. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, Tate, it's a long day.
0: Hey, you know what? Yeah, hey, that's, that's what you want. BJ. Then, you want honesty. Yeah, you, you Tate, want someone I, I mean, to be straightforward. Showed
1: up today and I just didn't have it. Like, Tate, <laughs> understandable. Everyone's had those days. Everyone. Everyone's Everyone. had those days. But the workouts in the summer, I've never seen one where they say, "Hey, man, it's, it's always it's oh man, I was unbelievable today." <laughs> I would eliminate shootarounds for sure. Mm-hmm. For for what purpose? I just I mean, I, do whatever you got to do to perform in the game. Do whatever you got to do. Tate, one of my biggest fears. Of playing in the NBA, there was there was this thing that you kind of like in the NBA circles. And they would ask, is he an AM All-Star or a PM All-Star? Mm. The AM All-Star was the guy who was an unbelievable practice player. And Tate, I, I was always afraid that people would say, this guy was a <laughs> great practice player.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's probably t- why I took practice so serious because I wanted to be able to say, I can could, I could make, making open shots is what I do. Like, you ever have seen players who can do things in practice, but they can't do it in the game?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I've seen Lots players who aren't practice mm-hmm. players, but they were incredible game players. They were just gamers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to be a player that could do both. But I didn't want to ever be known as an AM All-Star. Because I felt it was... If I didn't show it to the coaches in practice, why should they expect me to do it in the game? So that's why I would get rid of shoot-arounds. I'm getting rid of all shoot-arounds. Just so the players will have the pressure to have to perform in the game. I don't care what you do. Whatever you need to do. You need to meditate. You need to do Zen. You need to... Mm -hmm. If you need to go to the gym, go to the gym. But at 7.30, I'm coming there to try to win the game. You know
0: who it sounds like you should coach? Who is this? The Brooklyn Nets. That's a team of PM All-Stars. Or, or, or who they want to be as a team of PM All-Stars.
1: Well, the Nets would be fun to coach. And I'm sure Steve Nash, Coach Nash is having fun coaching them because, I mean, I've been on both sides. You know, I've been, I've been on good teams, and I've been on some teams that weren't as talented. It's no fun losing in this league. You just, you're not saying you're going to win every game, but it is a lot of fun when you know you have a chance to win every game. That team has a chance to win every game. Now, whether or not they're going to do it or perform or whatever, that's another discussion. That team would be fun to try to figure it out. Because that's a big, that's a big problem. That's mm-hmm. a big problem. And the problem is all good teams have to defend. Kevin Durant should be an all-defensive. He should be a. He should be on the all-defensive team. Just with his size and length and the versatility on the defensive end. The other two guys. Okay, are they good enough athletes to be good defensive players? Absolutely. But they don't have a defensive mentality. That team poses a lot of challenges. Because of not what not because they because they can score the ball, the expectations will be here very high. But because will they be able to defend? That would be a fun challenge for a basketball person because you you got to get Kyrie and James in particular to really play outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. So the question for any coach who coaches them, I think would be the following. Can you get this, t- can you get those guys in particular, those two players to do something they normally wouldn't do? They, they're normal. They're not defensive players. That's not their natural instinct and that's okay. But can you get them to consistently do that? And give that type of effort and energy every night in order for the team to win, because those guys will play significant enough minutes where they'll have to do it, whether they want to do it or not.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Cause you can't have two out of your five starters who are sub or below average defenders.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's almost impossible to win. So that would be a, that would be a fun challenge because that, but, because scoring the ball would be no problem at all. Yeah, I,
0: I. What we need, I think, in Brooklyn is for like Phil Jackson to come in for the first day, make them do defensive slide drills. Nah, uh That's not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, that, that's uh, that's my favorite Phil yeah, Jackson I, I, Lakers. I caught
1: moment. on to you. You want people to listen to you. I caught on to you. You said that. No, yeah. You, in today's game, first of all. No one's making any of these players do anything, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. First of all, oh, man. I I I think the challenge with it, with the challenge with this team, is to figure out, ask them, what do they value most? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I would just ask James, what does he value most? Just write. I walk into a coach's office. He tells me, he says, BJ gives me a blank sheet of paper. He tells me to write down everything I want. I say, everything? (laughs) I want shots. I want this certain minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wrote down everything I want. He said, you got everything. Wrote down like eight things. So he looks at the list. And I'm thinking, okay, he's probably gonna say, I can't get this, I can't get that, I want, I want, I want a couple play. I wrote down all these things, like, you know. He goes, Okay, you got it. I was like, Wow, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> he said, Now I'm gonna I'm gonna write down on my list and you tell me <laughs> if you could do this for me. <laughs> so I was like, take. I was like, I'm good. I I, I got shots. I got plays. I got my minutes. (laughs) Hey, 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 Tate. He wrote down one thing. Win. Mm -hmm. He said, now I'm going to give you everything you want. But you're going to give me what I want. James Harden, James Harden, you need 50 plays in isolation? Okay, I'll give it to you. Kyrie, you need 35 shots? Okay, I'll give it to you. Kevin Durant, you need to average 30? Okay, I'll give you that. I'm going to write down one word, but y'all going to give me this. That that that's Now, I don't need to give them and tell them how to play defense. They already know how to play defense. How do I know they know how to play defense? Because they all are magnificent offensive players. So clearly they know defense cuz they can all they can they have figured out how to beat every defensive scheme there is in the NBA. So they know defense. Now, I'm just That's what I would do. I I I, I And then I would say, one, two, three, huddle, you know, put it in. (laughs) See you guys at night. That's on three. (laughs) No, I would just say, just win, baby. (laughs) Just win. That's it. That's it. Now, if if I give you the 35 isolation plays, if I get you the 35 shots, Kevin, you get your 30 at night, and we lose – then I need y'all to tell me what needs to be done, because I gave y'all everything y'all wanted. Mm. Mm. See, mm. there has to be some responsibility here. Yeah. So that would be my that would be my one and only practice, and then everything else, I would just sit on the sideline and <laughs> and be quiet. Why doesn't that guy talk? Well... <laughs> They know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, there's no misunderstanding here. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. Well, there you have it. It's been another addition to Pushing Through. Uh, that's it. Just do it. Just win. Uh, the advice of, of Coach BJ. I love it. I needed that. I needed to hear it. Uh, hopefully, me and Steve Franchise will figure out a, a way Ooh, to stay relevant a, in the a, league. Yeah, that's a big one there. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a <laughs>
0: That's it. I'm trying to get T-Mac and Katino Mobley and get Yal over here early.
1: Yeah, (laughs)
0: Stevie.
1: All right, my friend. Sounds
0: good. All right. There you have it. Pushing through. We'll be back next week. Thanks again for listening, and uh, thanks again, BJ. All right.